This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. My name's Anthony Padilla, and today I'll be spending a day with Carl Jacobs, the immensely popular streamer and creator who went from working as a camera operator for Mr. Beast to now becoming one of the most notable new faces on the internet. By the end of this video, we'll find out how Carl achieved this massive fame so quickly, and we'll get a world-exclusive announcement for a project that Carl's been working on in secret until today. Has Carl's dramatic rise to fame been everything he could have ever dreamed of? Or has the expectation and critique from fans and critics alike proven far more cruel than anyone could ever imagine? Hello, Carl. Hello. Yesterday, your name was trending on Twitter. Yes. Attached with a paparazzi-style candid photo of you in the airport. Sure was. With, with people saying, oh, he's just on his way to go do the Anthony Padilla video. It's so crazy how people find out stuff. They will, like, yeah. make assumptions, and they'll be completely right. And they're like, yeah. but I'm just going crazy. Was any part of you prepared for that kind of attention. No. The weirdest part for me is I kind of blew up in the middle of a pandemic when yeah. I never saw anybody. So I went from nobody recognizing me and now when I go out in public, I get recognized a lot. How would you describe the content that you make? I stream on Twitch a lot, hang out with my friends playing a bunch of different games and then I'm also on YouTube and I guess I'm also on Mr. Beast. Watch <laughs> out, we have a gamer in the room. Watch out. Uh oh, I have to pull it out. One second. Oh, yeah. My Minecraft championship coin. Oh, shit! I keep it on. Put Some on people me. keep condoms in their wallet. Oh, Carl what the heck? keeps his MCC For coin. What? I don't get it. This will help you have children. That probably does a better job preventing it. <laughs> <laughs> you blew up massively mm -hmm. in the past year, gaining yeah. multiple millions of subscribers and followers on YouTube, no, Twitch, calm down, calm down. Keep Twitter. <laughs> Instagram. TikTok? Vimeo? Vimeo. How has this ridiculously rapid growth affected you most? I think the biggest change for me is I grew up on the internet. People I used to watch, I am now like friends with. Like you, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a big Smosh guy. Oh shit, yeah, big Smosh guy? Oh yeah. I mean, I rooted against you over food battle, but. You didn't like my stick foods? I mean, you have to go with consistency. Mm. You know what I mean? You even kept mm. the same food Oh, you're time. a basic bitch. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like weird that I'm becoming friends with them and sometimes good friends with them. It's like I have pictures with a lot of my friends as a fan of theirs at a convention. Did you have any kind of like secret formula for how you were going to achieve all the success that you have achieved or did it kind of feel like it just happened? You know what? I kind of did. What? Before we continue learning about the world of Carl Jacobs, I wanted to point out that I've also spent a day with others in the Minecraft world, including all of these beautiful people that you see on screen. I'll go ahead and include a link up here so you can tap that with your beautiful little delicate finger and I'd also like to thank Current for sponsoring this episode. Current was founded with the belief that banking should be accessible and affordable for everyone because more often than not managing finances with the bank is way more complicated than it really needs to be with hidden fees and convoluted rules that are never fully explained and just an overall lack of transparency. But thankfully, Current keeps things simple and direct with faster direct deposits, no hidden fees, including access to over 40,000 ATMs nationwide with no fees, automatic savings, the ability to view insights on your spending habits, and so many other benefits, including, because we've all been there, no overdraft fees for up to $100. So basically, Current is building tech that banks 
should have built a long time ago. So if you're interested, you can find more info about Current by checking out the link down in the description below. And as a bonus for sticking around for this whole sponsored segment, Current and I are gonna be sending 10 random people who sign up with code Padilla $500. Yes, 10 of you who are watching right now will get $500 just for signing up with the link down in the description below and using code Padilla. Now, back to the world of Carl Jacobs. I watched content creators blow up before me. And mm. a lot of times when I wanted to do something, I would look at who has the job I want and how they got there. And then I started editing at Mr. Beast and I noticed what stuff would make it into videos and what would be taken out every time. When Chris yeah. makes these like long talks about stuff, it doesn't really make it as much. So His heartfelt like, shit, no. No, nobody cares. No, entertain cut, me cut it. or get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, so then I was like, okay, I am like learning how to be on screen without ever being on screen. Can you get into how you got that job as Mr. Beast editor and cameraman? I was in college in Portland learning how to edit. My mom would be pissed to hear this. I always wanted to drop out of college because I was oh, like, yeah. I wanted to like- Miss Jacob. <laughs> I didn't want to drop out before I had a reason to drop out, but yeah. I wanted to get a reason to drop <laughs> You're Does just looking sense? for it. I had a friend that worked at Mr. Beast that I grew up with, and he's like, I'm like close with the manager at Mr. Beast. I think that they need an editor for Jimmy's brother. And then I go in for the interview and I show them stuff that I've done and it, we hit it off, but they were like, you can get this job as, a, as his editor, but you have to understand it's trial. So you might not keep this job for too long. This channel doesn't exist yet. So we really <laughs> don't know how much the pay is gonna be. And also if you want this job, you have to stay here in North Carolina. I just kind of had to stay there with like a week's worth of clothing. Oh. <laughs> I was all for it though. I was like excited. I was like, here's my, this is it. By the end of working at Mr. Bro, I was cameraman, editor, directing, and I was on screen. I got moved from doing all that to just becoming an editor for Mr. Beast. And then we they needed somebody for a hide and seek video. It's 10 participants and you're by yourself the whole time. So it's all your vlogs. Whatever content you make is what's gonna make it. So I was like, here's my shot. So I did that and people seemed to like me. And then all of a sudden, COVID hit. So we all got two houses next to each other and only had essential people live there for videos. So because of that, while we were in those houses, I had to be on screen. Were you nervous about like pushing yourself out there? Like what people would say about you or any of I that? I was nervous because I started being a mainstay on Mr. Beast when they were making big changes at Mr. Beast. You've gotten some people saying that you have ruined Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of that one. <laughs> it's, uh, that's, yeah. That one's funny to me. I was laughing about this with Jimmy the other day. Like they think it's like a conspiracy. Carl was brought on to Mr. Beast to make it more child friendly. I could be definitely polarizing. Like I'm loud sometimes. You know what I mean? I get if you don't like how I act, that, that's fair, whatever. I feel like around the same time that I started seeing you on there more is when I started feeling like I had more personal connection with the people on screen. I appreciate that. I don't know if it was just because of you or like the other was. change. It was just because of you. Yeah. <laughs> was it your plan from the get-go? Like when you first were hired to work with Mr. Beast, was your plan like, oh, someday I'm gonna be on camera and make a name for myself? It was definitely a hope from even from the beginning. In Mr. Beast as a, as a company, the people that were working the hardest were getting to the spots that they wanted. And then you met Dream. In a freak accident. If Mr. Beast Gaming. It was supposed to be Jimmy, Chris, and Chandler, but Chris ended up being sick that day. So I came in in his spot and it ended up being Dream. So me and Dream were competing in it. We had to make content together, bounce off each other. We had never met. Carl, Carl, hide, hide over here. Hide closer to the edge. <laughs> okay. 
Dreams! From there, we kind of just kept in touch. Uh -huh. And um, one day, he kind of just invited me to the Dream SMP. I feel like some haters or might ask, you know, were you trying to befriend someone that you knew would be popular and could benefit you? I guess my only counter is I genuinely didn't know who Dream was during the <laughs> Mr. Beast gaming video, you right, know what I mean? Yeah. Had you wanted to become a streamer before you joined the Dream SMP? I was streaming for like three years before. I was averaging 70 to 100 viewers. What do you get now? More. <laughs> my best month I averaged almost 200K. Was that when you reached number one streamer for the month? Yeah, for one month, I was the number one streamer. I was so passionate about Twitch growing up that I yeah. just wanted to, I, I would be like, how crazy would it be if I hit number one for a month? And then you did it. Yep. And then you created Tales from the SMP. Yes. Basically, my character canonically in the Dream SMP universe is a time traveler. And he doesn't get to choose when he time travels. He doesn't get to choose when he time travels to. Every single time he time travels, the only constant is that he gets put into the center of a conflict. Do you feel like that's where you established yourself as like your own In my opinion, brand? that's where I became like what Carl my stream Jacobs. is. Yeah, yeah. I try to do a bunch of stuff that people don't really have never done before on Twitch. A few episodes into Tales from the SMP, I remember using cutscenes for the first time. Which is just wild for a live stream. It's, it, it becomes almost live theater. I was doing it behind the scenes and I would switch back to my camera and act like I didn't just do that. You know yeah. what I mean? People liked it a lot and they were like blown away by that cutscene. Yeah. And I was I knew that I was going in the right direction with it. And who are you playing with when you're doing these? That's the best part is I get to use the pool of people that are in the Dream SMP. It's so fun to me because these people in the Dream SMP are some of the most talented at what they do. Fundy, Sapnap, George, Quackity is like one of the funniest humans I've ever met. You yeah. know what I mean? All these dudes are so funny. Corpse? Corpse. How is Corpse good at improv? That pisses me off. Eating a head? Carl, get out of there. You don't want to end up like this one here. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, yeah, how is he good at everything? You know what, Corpse, leave a little bit for the rest of us. He's and like, I was so anxious, I didn't know what to expect. And yeah. I was like, you did so it's good. It's so funny how Corpse is good at everything, but yet yeah, just with a dash of anxiety the whole time. And I just get to use them to help tell the story. You have a fucking ensemble cast bigger than the Marvel universe. Exactly. Are there any downsides to blowing up so quickly? I think people complain a lot. I think it's so cool. There I mean, is definitely yeah. downsides. Like I, I stress out every time I trend on Twitter. I wake up to my name trending though. That's the You're scariest like, thing of all time. There are aspects of it where I'm like, is it healthy to be on my phone for 10 hours a day working? Well, none of it's healthy. <laughs> I, never, I, never, I never argued that. That wasn't my argument. You enjoy it despite it. Yeah, it's like it's like eating sugar. I can't just dabble in something. I'm all into something. I mean, with such a massive amount of fans and just people that know who you are online, I'm sure you had at least one bizarre fan experience. I used to have an Uber Eats driver that knew who I was and yeah. he'd specifically try to get my orders and I would do a leave at door. He'd ring my door all three times and I'd yeah. go. And it was in the middle of the stream. Oh, so he's probably watching you. He was watching me. I didn't think about that because then I got back up and I was like, dang, they forgot my Baja Blast. And then I got a text from the Uber driver that was like, hey, sorry about the Baja Blast. And I was like, ooh. At that point, you're like, oh, they know where I live. Oh, they have my address. And oh. if he's invasive enough to ring the doorbell three times, yeah. What, is, what else is he Yeah, he might capable of? I've had people drive up to my house and then they're waiting there for a few hours and then yeah. when I open up the door, then they pull up, hey, my son's a big fan. I was like, you're a full grown mom. 
Yeah. Waiting in front of my house for their son to get a picture with me. And then I had to tell them no, because it's at my house. But then you know the parents are like, you know, they love their children more than anything in the world. They want to give them what they want. They're like, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, the least yeah, they yeah. can, you know. Of course, like, of course. Like your my fans, mom like, probably would do that. Yeah, yeah. You know but I mean? like, you know, just put it out there. If your mom watching this, who might do this kind of thing, it's a little... Um... My mom met you. What? My mom met you before. When did your mom meet me? My mom and my sister went to VidCon. What? And my mom was like, I just had such a lovely chat with some guys at breakfast. She was like, yeah, they're YouTubers. They said that they're kind of like big YouTubers. What the f***? And I, I was like, oh, who is it? And then she said, smash. <laughs> <laughs> when I posted the community post asking for people to submit questions, so many people said that you help them through really tough times in their life. That's so nice. Some people even said you are one of the only reasons that they're here. That's so surreal. Do comments like this, I mean, like, of course they feel good to hear. Do they put pressure on you to not disappoint? I think, of course, there's always pressure. Growing up, I had so many content creators that were like, go home sick from school because I just couldn't take it. And then I would just sit home and grind a bunch of YouTube videos. I think my followers are some of the coolest people in the world. I feel like I can relate with them so much because I literally, like, months ago was one of them. <laughs> right, yeah, months true, ago, before you, know you know blew mean? up, yeah. Literally, like, that's, that's where I was, you yeah. know what I mean? So I think it's so cool. It's such a cool experience. You've mentioned that you have ADHD. How do you think this affects you most? I've kind of utilized it, in my opinion, as like a positive in my life. I used to take medicine for it. Mm -hmm. And I guess it just wasn't for me. Obviously medicine is super helpful for a lot of people. I'm not discrediting that. For me, I felt like a drone, if that makes sense. I hear that a lot too. People I feel lost, like they're almost like floating through life. It felt like I didn't have my personality anymore, but yeah. it felt that I was uh, cognitive of that. A lot of people will resonate with me because of the way I act and the way like I have hyper fixations on stuff. I want people to feel like they have like creators in the, in the world that have similar experiences with them. We tend to teach slash learn that there are certain things about us that are detriments. There are times when these detriments can be used as something beneficial in our lives. Exactly. Wow, that was well put. You're so much better <laughs> at speaking than me. <laughs> You're better at Minecraft than me. Probably not. <laughs> I'm not that good. Alyssa wants to know if it's difficult to maintain your happy slash giggly personality on stream even when you're not feeling that great. I'm bad at faking emotions, to be yeah. honest. I'm so bad at it. So like, if, if I'm just not in the mood, I can't do it. So I just try to set myself up to be in a way where I'm not in a bad mood. How do you set yourself up for that? I have pre-recorded days of Cartoon Network from like 2003, so it has all yeah. the old commercials and everything like just that. Just a full day's recording? Just a yeah, yeah. It reminds you of the time in your life where you didn't dedicate 100,000 hours a week to work? Something like that. <laughs> Haley Senpai wants to know how you deal with harsh and- Haley Senpai? Yeah. Senpai, is that Italian or? It's probably somewhere <laughs> around there. Wants to know how you deal with harsh fans and critics that analyze and judge everything that you do online. That's tricky. What you do, no matter what on the internet, is gonna come back, no matter what. It's always gonna be judged. Doesn't matter. It exists forever. And people are always gonna have an opinion on it. Whenever anything ever bad comes out about me, I feel terrible. Mostly because I'm like worried that people that like me, I let them down. It's interesting to maneuver it. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting held accountable. I think that there's stuff wrong with people weaponizing it for their own dangerous reasoning. You know what I mean? Because they mm -hmm. get like, people sometimes get power highs from stuff like that. Oh yeah. Because the internet's powerful just in general. I feel like a lot of people have this idea of this ideal world when, mm. when you know, when they get caught up in that and it's very justified and I want that ideal world too, you know? I want this world where everyone is an empathetic person who does, does the right thing. In this process of people holding someone accountable to 
a degree that is just excessive, to a degree where it's destroying them, mm -hmm. their mental health, their career, their entire lives, their community. It pushes people away from wanting to make those positive changes to their lives that everyone wants. So we are left with what? If we don't allow anyone to ever expand and grow and say, you know what? You did that thing and you've shown growth and I can tell you want to change, or even these things that you did in your past, that's clearly not who you've become. Uh, yeah, so that's also like a lot of positive. I feel like I've grown as a person so much from getting educated on, on matters, but mm -hmm. then there is people that are just kind of like out to get you, I think. So what's next? Do you have huge goals or any secret projects? I have so many plans going on. I love animation, so I really want to end up like producing my own cartoon. I think that'd be crazy if I like yeah. just got to tell a story in that facet. So what you're currently doing with Tails is kind of like a pilot. It's a literal direct pilot to something else I'm working on. But I mean, should I say it? Should I just go into it? World exclusive announcement, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. Carl Jacobs secret project. I am working actively on a cart uh, comic book series. I want it to be based off of the same storyline as Tales from the SMP. Yeah. But I want it to be its own standalone. It's not canon to anything that happens in the Dream SMP. Its own world. I still want to continue Tales from the SMP. It's gonna be the same premise, just different stories, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's all gonna tie into itself rather than tying into the overarching Dream SMP. How is this comic book series going to elevate your storytelling? I can't say exactly who yet, but I'm working with some of the best in the industry for comics. When it comes to writers, when it comes to artists. Whisper it to me. Secret. Oh, shit! Right? Come oh, on. shit. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah. You are not f***ing prepared. No. <laughs> What's currently bringing you the most joy about what you do? I love seeing people getting excited about the work that I do. I think that's the most rewarding yeah. thing to me. Like when Tales from the S&P happens, before the stream ends, there's two to 2.5 million people that have watched it. And I think that's crazy. What do you think the biggest misconception is about you? People think that I came out of nowhere when I, I really like, I can't express how much work I put into trying to- Yeah, you're grinding to, behind the scenes. You know right? what I mean? I, yeah. yeah, I really tried to get there. In many ways, you put in the work and the time that made you deserving of where you are. I'd like to think so. I'd say, yeah, I mean, everything is a little bit of luck. Nobody got to where they are without luck, right? But yeah. like, I think all you have to do is prepare yourself to when you have that lucky break to be able to take advantage of it. If you have a certain mindset, you can see it. Mm. You can pick up on it. 100%. Which is literally why I brought you on. Almost like I could see, you know, the way that you perceive the world is like through this lens of everything's kind of exciting and a fun challenge. Yeah. And I think that is what elevates people to make really incredible art. And I see that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe yeah. I did like the taquitos and food. <laughs> Was wrong. <laughs> All right, you got five seconds to shout out or promote anything you want directly into camera. Go. My name's Carl Jacobs. You just type that in and then I'm sure you'll find something. If you like me or you hate me, subscribe to him. Or if you don't have any opinion on me, just subscribe. Go ahead. Do you know how easy it is to subscribe though? You click a button, click a bell. It's like a game. And have you heard the sound that it makes when you click the bell? No, I don't do it. It goes, does it? It I'm, totally does. It does? Well, there you have it. I spent a day with Carl Jacobs and 
One thing that really stuck with me is how contagious the feeling of inspiration can really be, and how important it is to remain excited about every single step of the process of something that you're working on, rather than focusing on that finish line, that goal, and how nothing can really ever feel old or tired if you are remaining excited throughout that entire process. And I hope that we can all take away something from Carl's mentality of just feeling genuinely inspired. You look great today, by the way. Thanks, you too. Look in the camera, look cute really quick. No, 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 cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Let's see you try. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna you do it. I'm not gonna do what you're sending me up. Come on, everyone leave a comment below letting Carl know how cute he is. He needs to hear it. He's, he's, he's not feeling very confident right now. Are you just doing a cosplay of me in high school? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>